Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to innovative hunting products and services. If you want to level up your hunting game and gear, be sure to join the hunt. To join the hunt, text the word BANDIT to 345-345, and when you do, you'll join our email list, where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services, along with entertaining tips and tricks straight to your inbox. Again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345, and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Uh, Jimmy and Richard here with you tonight. Uh, how you doing, uh, Corn Bandit? Oh, buddy. I am on I am on cloud. I'm on cloud 410. I uh <laughs> I I am I'm I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. Speechless like a kid at Christmas. It, it is almost because, here. Yeah, I was gonna <sighs> say, it can't be because of what week it is, is it? Oh <laughs> my god. Of course, here, here's the here's the problem. You know, I'm all nimbly bimbly and all excited and stuff and you know, I get out there Sunday and, and pitch a zero, and I'm gonna be like, I hate this. I'm gonna burn it down. And no, I, 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 I am, I am so pumped. Uh, the the sunsets are changing. Um, it, it, everything is okay. We're, we're gonna be all right. I man, I am so pumped. Uh, you sound like me. We'll be okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So wait, wait for yeah. So for those who don't know, which is you know majority of people who listen to this, you know when when Texas Tech is losing by like fifty points at, at the fourth quarter, Jimmy will be like, hey, well, I think we'll be fine. We'll, we'll be all right. Like, how? How are we going to be all right? That's <laughs> what uh, keeps me sane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, it's funny. Uh, my wife or Laura uh, read something on I guess Instagram or whatnot of a like a meme or whatever, and. Uh, right. It said something to the effect of some girl was saying, "Oh, great! It's it's now the end of August or beginning of September. <laughs> now my husband will turn into like a you know, like a you know, a two year old screaming at the television, thinking he's a, a coach, yeah, yelling, oh, yeah. yelling, yelling at these nineteen year olds yes. that have no idea he exists. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think one of our friends said it best. He says we're we're awful dumb for putting our 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 health." Our health in jeopardy in, in the hands of a bunch of eighteen and nineteen year olds. I said, God, that that is so true. You know, our, our emotional, our emotional oh, health stability. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, in the big games, our our heart health. You know, all oh, that stuff. God, awful. Yeah, awful. Of course, for the last couple of years have been a little bit easier when you you got you go into the game kind of thinking, you know, might uh might 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 not win this one. So <laughs> a little easier to swallow, but. Yeah. Hey, can you yeah. just can you imagine if you're we always say this, it's like, what's it like to be an Alabama fan? You know, I mean Oh, oh, oh yeah. It, okay. The funniest thing in the world is when you when they oh oh they lose a national championship game. Yeah. You know, they're all like it's like the end of the they're acting like it's the end of the world. Yeah. It's like, hey man, don't don't worry about it. I mean you, try, you yeah, try being a tech fan. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well I'm always saying it's not easy being a tech fan. You know, it's 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 really tough, really tough. But that's okay because we're we're diehard. We love them. And uh, for any of them listening, which which I'm sure every one of them is listening right now, uh, good luck, good luck, Reckham Tech. I can't I, wait. We should be our game's not on TV though, is it? It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. I didn't see. That. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? It's on like you know the. I, I think we bought airtime on some religious channel that yeah. was, you know, not uh, not airing something. So say Fox Fox Sports 
19 or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 3 p.m. versus the Central Montana something or another. So the Montana State, right? Yeah, Montana State, yeah. Whatever the is. Yeah, what, and what's crazy is that, you know, we can watch the game. I mean, think about this. When was the last time we were able to watch a Tech game on opening weekend and not That's have true. to listen to it on our phones, you know? That's true. And, you know, we don't have to stay sober. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I'm going to be cooking a brisket, so. Uh, and so? Know. God, but, well, no, nah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. It's just weird. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, I am I am so excited. I mean, th- this is what it's this is what it's all about. You know, college football, Texas high school football. Um, you know, God, ninety five degrees. Are you kidding me? I mean, what's not to like? I I, right. I love it. So, all right. uh, man, it's time. It's awesome. time. Well, I mean, today, you know, we wanted to dive into that time, you know. Yes. Dove season, right? Yes. But before we do, I just want to put it out on the on the record that uh, today we learned we're having a girl. Oh, are you really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Julie's, Julie's screaming from the laundry room. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, oh, dude, congrats. Thank you. Thank Look you. at you. You've got the uh, a normal. All you need is the white picket fence. You got your boy and your girl and your dog, and that's gonna be great, dude. I love it. Oh, that's well, great. Thank you. Thank you. That's so awesome. I had, I had to put that in here for posterity's sake. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. God, wait till wait till my girls here. They're in bed right now. But oh my, they're gonna hit the roof. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. cool. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. All right. All right, <laughs> beautiful. Well, congrats, buddy, and Thanks, congrats sir. to the uh, the misses as well. I will I will relay that. Oh, awesome. Why we are here, and that is for the uh, the tasty little bird that flies through the air. Yeah, we'll, some, we'll get the the symbol least, of peace. We're gonna give sim- him a bacon jacket. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do you want to start? We I think we wanted to talk about just. I don't know. I mean, getting uh, getting pumped up for the season to come. Uh, I guess give each other some refreshers. Uh, just you know, kind of kind of bull on it, right? Well, yeah. I I was thinking we could start kind of just because I remember it's kind of fresh in my head. You know, comparing this year this year's conditions uh, to to last year's conditions at at Rancho Bandito and what we were faced with, so on and so forth. Um, just to kind of give all the listeners, you know, a good perspective of kind of how we were looking into the whole thing into the 2018 season and how it really turned out. Um, you know, the, the 2018, uh, I remember the weekend, so it would have been this weekend last year, we went and scouted one of the big tanks that we hung over. Um, and oh my God, they, they were just, I mean, we need an air traffic controller. There were so many dove. It was unfricking believable. Uh, and that was fantastic because we didn't have any natural sunflower. We didn't have any. We didn't have any snow on the mountain, which is a croton, which is one of uh, Dove's favorite food. We just didn't have a lot of food, period. Uh, and it was just so so dry out there. Um, it was it was really bad. If you go look at some of the other pictures from that time, and you know the 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 the, the dock there on, on that main tank near the house was all the way down. It was it was bad. So uh, water was uh, was really prime real estate, um, and and so that that was last year. This year it's a lot different. Uh, this year at Rancho Bandito, where we hunt, we've do we've got a lot of sunflower, uh, which we have not had in uh, probably about four or five years now, and and I contribute that 
to to uh, really an overgrazing of cattle. Um, you know, pe- people don't. I mean, people obviously realize, but you know, native sunflower is a weed. You know, mm-hmm. so in order to get that weed to come up, you've got to kind of knock back the grass. And a lot of the times where you've had heavy equipment or a lot of the disturbing of the soil constantly, where grass can't grow, you're going to get those weeds to grow up, and the sunflower is one of them. Uh, so we we had a uh, we we intentionally put cattle out there. Uh, a lot of them, I should say, and a lot, and they're called corrientes, which are a type of cattle. They're almost like a like gigantic goat, you know. They they eat a lot of the stuff that your prim and proper Angus won't touch. <laughs> uh, so they're they're fantastic for really hammering a place back, especially on a on a on a pasture that's got you know a bunch of uh, undesirables. So as far as uh, grass species is concerned, to eat. Mm-hmm. So. Uh yeah, just just at Rancho Bandito last weekend. Uh, my first time since June. Kill me. Uh, <laughs> so it was so great to be down there. I mean, even it was a 105. Literally, feel your face melting off. Um, I didn't care. It was it was great. But uh, again, so a lot more sunflower out there this year. Unfortunately, at least for you know opening weekend, it's probably not going to be 100 percent ready. To uh, you know, but I know some of those seeds are probably falling. So hopefully later in the season the birds will really be all over them. Um, the, the the tank itself has got a lot of good water in it. So and we did see a few birds flying around. So uh, I am I am cautiously optimistic. I'd say definitely more excited about this year's uh, season than than last year. So um, the one thing that that does kind of bother me and Jimmy and I were just talking about before we got started here. Uh, today in Dallas, it was 104. It's kind of like the the coup date, the, the the final blow, if you will, of the of of the heat, right? Well, tomorrow in Dallas is going to be 83. All right, so obviously that's a that's a cool front. And boy, let me tell you, that's a double edged sword when it comes to to bird hunting, the migratory birds. And we talked about. A million times. Yeah, you love it because it will bring you influxes of new birds, all right? But, uh, you know, for example, when we were down there this week and we had 15 teal, teal already in August mm-hmm. in Texas, which is just kind of bizarre. Um, obviously, it cools things down, but but then again, it can push dove out. So, you know, all those local birds, uh, you know, that grew up there, that hatched there around the Rancho Bandito could move on. Uh, I, I don't think it'll be... Personally, I don't think it'll be that big of a change of fluctuation in temperature because down there it's not going to be as cool uh, compared to here. And I use cool and air quotation marks. I'm sure it's going to feel like the freaking Vietnam up here with the humidity. But um, it so it but it, it yeah, it could be a could be a bad thing. So, um, yeah, I wonder I, how if uh, like, you know, later, sometimes later on in the season when it's like an obvious cold front, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. Really cool and, right. and whatnot. If that, if that like is a bigger effect later on than it is right. now, when it's still, I mean, we say cold, cool front, but it's still eighties. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So. It, it's it, it's more of um, yeah. It, I I think it definitely is. I, I I don't know the scientific stuff behind it, but I know that uh i know that when when they feel that first little oh, change you know they they get up and move that's when the ducks and geese do you know they they get up and go um so uh, yeah it, it it'll be interesting it will be very interesting i'd be curious to see if we get into any migratory dove you know the migratory dove or is there is 
my uh, my my dad and his friends used to call them the Kansas birds. Uh, and they're always from Kansas. They're never in Oklahoma. You know, they're always <laughs> from Kansas. You know, right. one of the square states. Um, you know, you you can tell them they're just a lot bigger. You know, and they'll fall for mojos a lot. They're just kind of kind of stupid sometimes. So that reminds uh, me. Anyways, thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah, saying yeah. that. I I yeah. forgot my mojo last year. Like oh. basically every time I went hunting. Yeah. I just yeah. every time I'd say, Damn, when I get back there, put put it back in there while you're thinking yep. about it. And of course, yep. I never would. So I'm making a note right here, right yeah. now. Pack Mojo. <laughs> why don't you keep it in your? Uh, Mac, why don't you keep it in your Mac Daddy County? Well, I never put it in there because remember I bought that. Last oh, year. really? I, yeah, I just forgot to put it in there. So I'm God, there. you're you're a, you're a coal. You know that? <laughs> I love you, but I mean, come on, you're you're a four and a half year old six point. Right, right. Dumb. Yeah. Nope. I'm. Uh, I haven't. I haven't written down here now, so that will not be repeated. So, how many, how many mojos do you hunt with? Uh, usually I just have that that one, the, the battery powered one. But last time when I was at uh, the JB3, yeah, uh, interestingly enough, <laughs> perfect mm-hmm. timing, right? Come come to find out, uh, I brought some some other ones home that uh, my uncle and some cousins didn't want anymore because they ended up kind of upgrading to those. But so I have. I have uh, several others like the uh, like you know how Matt has the one that the wind yep, rotates yep. the wings. I have one of those yep. now. I have uh, I have another battery powered mojo that uh, I just need to put together. But like right. I I got I essentially they had this pile of different pieces literally. Right. I love so I it. Need to like build one basically. So it was a it was a, a mojo junkyard. It was yeah, and of course you know like. They tweaked mojos kind of each year or every other year or something with yeah. different kind of attachments. So right, right, <laughs> it, it, right. it's literally like it was like a mojo boneyard or something, you know, or something. <laughs> like, I tried to pick the best pieces so that I, I, you know, I brought them home thinking one day I'll build one. Or it was like you know. that uh, Johnny Cash song, you know, one piece at a time. Yeah. Well, and truly, <laughs> it didn't cost you a dime. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And the dove will know it's you when you come driving through that town. Yeah. There you go. Like, look, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> right. Well, that's a good segue uh, talking about, you know, kind of the, the gear, you know. So, um, you know, we wanted to give another, you know, for those of you, this is going to be your first dove hunt, uh, you know, regardless of what state you're in. Uh, it's really kind of all the same. So uh, let's let's talk about guns first. I guess that's you know, we'll start the most expensive and move our way down. Uh, what Jimmy? What do you hunt with? Tell everybody what you hunt with. I hunt with a twenty gauge uh, Yieldies side by side. Nice. Yes. Very and nice. Obviously breech load. And why did why did you go with the side by side as opposed to the over and under? Because it was unique. To me, right. truly, I mean, I thought it's because you look like Western movies. Like well, that me. too. I mean, that's that's yeah. really cool, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no, I mean, you know, it seemed like everyone has the over under right. now, or right. the, no, I still does, you know. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna tr- change it up a little. Sure. You know? And and for those of you who don't know, uh, Mr. Jimmy does not follow trends. So if no, it's I going this way, he's going the other way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now. Can you tell our beautiful listening audience the name of your side by side? Double D. Yeah, right. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. So we'll leave that at that. Multiple uh, meetings, right? Yeah, right, right, right. 
So I, uh, my gun of choice is a 20 gauge as well. So I, I shoot a 20 gauge over and under, uh, over and under brownie Satori. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it's a semi-fancy gun. But the story was I got a little bit of money when I was growing up. And I – well, and again, so my – just kind of backtracking here. My philosophy when I was uh, a young man was – young man when I was post-college, I basically knew that you know I was going to get married and have children and basically be extremely poor, which <laughs> – well, it didn't need a crystal ball to tell me that because here I am, gray-haired and poor. Uh, so, I man, I went bananas. I went – and I bought two of everything, and it was fantastic. Well, that shotgun was one of them. So I think I ended up getting that gun in, like, 2006, something of that nature. And it's just been a gem. Um, I, I'll tell you what, though. You know, if, if you don't if, – if if you're on the fence of whether, you know, do I really want to spend that much money, you know, you on a, on a nice shotgun, you have to be – you have to be okay getting scratches. You have to be okay, you know, it, it, it getting beat up. My stock's a little beat up. But that's okay. It's my dove gun, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's you know my dog's knocked it over. So it's it's okay. So yeah. Um, but I I love it. It's a great gun. It's light. Uh, you know I, I just throw it up and fire. Throw it up and fire. Um. So it it's been really good. Uh, as far as shells are concerned, I'm not really loyal to any brand. Uh, I am more about shot size than anything. Now. When we hunted in Lubbock, okay, Lubbock, Texas, we we used seven, we used at um, twenty gauge, seven and a half shot size, uh, which is going to be a little bit bigger than the, the typical eight shot, and, and and the seven and a half we felt was was good because we just seemed to get a lot bigger birds up there. The grain fed, you know, lots of sorghum, uh, lots of wheat, you know, that that's just being sowed. Um, so we really felt like that was really good. I think seven and a half is really good for white wing dove too. They're bigger than the morning dove. So that's just kind of what I've stick stuck with. Jimmy, what what do, what do you what do you shoot shot size wise? Uh, yeah, that's I have the same. Yeah. Um, uh, it's I I'm not like you. I don't really think about it too much. To tell you the truth, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I lose sleep over it. It's, it's, I can't help it. I, I'm pretty sure what I have in there left over from last year was seven and a half. Right. Pretty sure. Right. But you, yeah, you, I, I don't know. You kind of put me on the spot there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. That's yeah. what I do. And yeah, yeah and, I'm, I'm like, I don't, it, the, the brand. Right. That's not that big a deal to me. Right. Really. It's right. Uh, you know, I, I have Winchester right now, but I've, okay. you know, I had Remington, yeah, all the way to a federalist estate, yep. you know, whatever. Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I some people them. may care more than, than that, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had the money to shoot, like, Kent Dove Loads, you know. That's some super, super handcrafted stuff, but uh, not uh, not there yet, uh, for sure. So, But, yeah, you know, as far as guns are concerned, the 20 gauge, is, I think, is probably standard. But I, I actually, I, I take that back. I bet you a majority of folks use a 12 gauge and then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, just I know that first. Oh yeah, you did. What, uh, what did I just curse? Sorry. No. <laughs> For the first, uh, I don't know, several years of my dog right. career, right. I used the, you know, my super bag 12 gauge pump. Yep. But then yep. I got smart cause it was like, you know, that's pretty heavy. Yeah. So yeah. But you get a eight shot and, and like 20 gauge. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't just don't take super close shots because I mean if you're if you become a decent shot with a shotgun and 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 you you know you're hitting these birds up close you it, it's it's going to be tough to identify the body so 
I remember uh, I blew up several. Yep. Yeah. Smethers. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. But when you become a real good shot and or have a lot of money, you can my, my dad and his friends go to the four ten or the twenty eight gauge. But see, my problem is, and you can make the argument that you know, as long as you're a good shot, you just have you have just as good a chance. My argument is. Is that I just am so obsessed with with getting that you know the, those little little gray birds in my bag that I mean if I could use a cannon I would that's just it, it's become that now I, I don't again it's it's an obsession so um, yeah for sure so so in decoy wise we I think we use the same we touched on a few minutes ago we we both use the mojos uh, you know the mojos are super effective um, super effective in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, obviously, you know, they uh, a little bit later in the season, they do get a little mojo shy. Now, uh, you will find that a lot of migratory birds will just kind of hover over it thinking, my God, what is this thing? So but mojos are, are, are really, really effective. I, I really highly recommend that, you know, before you head out to your hunting place, though, make sure that you get a good change of batteries because it's, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than getting out there and and um, and. <laughs> not having any batteries so um but uh, but you brought up a good point too there's a lot of y'all that hunt and you know in and really windy places and if you do you know a simple dowel rod and one of those air dove uh uh, decoys works extremely well too so are you gonna break uh, out your uh what is it the dove frenzy uh you know you know the um I need to, uh, I, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, that's by Hunter's Edge, and it's freaking mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, that's a really good point, yeah. Uh, I, I need to break that out. Let me see if I can get a video of it. I'll, I'll make a note right now. But that thing was really, really cool. I, I, I loved it. And his remember the, remember the design on the wings? Really cool. Yep. yep. Um, probably wouldn't hurt. Uh, yeah, you put yeah. it down there by the, the edge of the water, maybe, or something? Oh, for or, sure. Yeah. That could be cool, for sure, for sure. Awesome. So, what do you? Uh, what, what what about clothes? What about hunting? What about camo? Do you do you wear camo? Uh, you know, so I I my dove, I wear dove shorts is what I basically right. what they are, but and they right. are camo shorts. Right. With uh, they're like cam uh, cargo pants, cargo shorts basically, but they're camo. Right. Nice. And I like that because you know even though we have the chairs and you know you sit there and you can have your your, uh, uh, you know, shells next to you and whatnot. I like the I like the cargo shorts because I can put, you know, a whole handful right. of shells in there. And right. if I'm kind of on my own out there, if I walk out to pick up a dove or whatever and I retrieve right. it, I can put the dove carcass into my uh, other side of my shorts. Yep. And then, you know, if I'm out there and the dove are still flying, I kind of just shoot a couple more. And yeah. I could put, you know, two to four bodies in my, <laughs> in my yeah. pants. Yeah, on the way back. So, and obviously, since we're in Texas, it's a million degrees outside typically. So, yeah, it's nice to wear shorts. Oh, know? I agree. And then I just had wear basically a either a kind of a brown maroon fishing shirt, or right. I have a, a that green fishing shirt that yep. I've worn forever with you know cigar burns in it and stuff like there that. But it works. Yeah, oh, <laughs> there's no doubt. Yeah, I I kind of basically dress the same way. I've got my snake boots on and. Uh, he's, he's not lying when he talks about having the cargo shorts, uh, you know, that it, it's amazing when you go out there to retrieve a dove. Now, of course, my, my dog is 10 years old now and 
She's got a heart pump problem, so I've really past two years have kind of kept her out of the heat. So early season, I got to get on my own birds, which is uh, is not all that fun, especially for a guy who's who's used to the dog getting them. But <laughs> but he's right, you know, having cargo pants or like say for extra shells uh, and and the 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 birds. I mean, he's I I happened to me so many times. Uh, it's nice to kind of have that luxury. Now I also wear a bird belt. But half the time, I, I normally just end up taking that off and hanging it on my uh, Mac Daddy Caddy chair, and it it's uh, it's it's really nice. But yeah, I, I typically I, I'm the same with Jimmy. I've got kind of a range of different colored shirts, uh, all that are you know drab in nature, everything from grays to you know to greens and um, you know things of that nature. So obviously, dove seeing color, they've got they've got great eyesight. So. But I've typically found as long as you're not dancing around, especially early season, they, you know, and if you're in a good flight path, okay, that, that, that's also really important. Um, and that will, that'll be our segue. I, I think you can get on to them. So, um, we'll talk, talk a little bit about tips. Uh, you know, I, I, I think one of the most important thing to, to be able to, to have a good shoot, especially early on is, is doing your scouting. Okay. Um, you know, and, and watching the weather, okay, and then re- and you know, like so, we mentioned, or I mentioned at the beginning of this little uh, episode that, you know, the Rancho Bandito, the 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 tank that we hunt is looking pretty good, okay. Well, you know, it's really one of the the only big water sources, you know, kind of in that area. Well, just driving to there, there's some back ways of getting there. Other people's other people's property, I have been seeing some water, so that's going to be one of the big differences between this year and last year is that. You know, we've got uh, we've got water. Well, so does everybody else. All right. So Dove would just assume drink out of their tank is my tank. So I've got to take that into consideration as far as where I sit. Um, you know, but we've also got a lot of sunflower. We've got some good roosting trees. So I I, I still think we're going to be in, in pretty good shape. But you know, people people you know think why well, you scout for deer. You know, you scout for turkeys. Why well, you scout for Dove as well. Um, it will not hurt you to, to get, you know, case, you know, two, two or three cases and all your friends, 15, 20 cigars, thing of vodka, whatever it may be, <laughs> go out there with your buddies and, and sit away from there and, and, and watch the activity. You know, if you've got birds coming in there, you know, chances are they'll be doing that later. So scouting, I think is, 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 is huge. Um, you know, and, and, and I, you know, people ask me a lot, you know, okay, would you rather hunt water or would you rather hunt a, like a sunflower field? Um, you know, my problem is that when it starts to rain, you're, you're screwed as far as water is concerned, right? Uh, in fact, that's well documented. That's what happened to me last year, us last year, when I wanted to throw myself off a bridge. The <laughs> October just it was I ridiculous. Mean, yeah. Oh, it was it was insane. I mean, I I one time I saw Noah, him and his sons, mm. and all my dove were on his boat. Oh, <laughs> I was so mad. Um, but nothing we can do about it. again, double, it's a, it's bittersweet, right? Cause we need the rain, but man, it mess things up because we had puddles everywhere. Tanks were starting to fill up. So guess what? If I didn't have food to hunt over, which I didn't, you were in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, people again, ask me, what would you rather hunt over? I prefer to hunt over food cause it lasts a hell of a lot longer. Um, you know, and it can't really blow away, right. Or it can't evaporate. So I prefer to hunt over food. Um, Something else to consider, and I know for a fact because I'm kind of sick like that, and I remember a lot of what we talk about. Another area for hunting dove that we have not talked about is over, believe it or not, is over a rock quarry. 
you know, dove, uh, dove don't have acid in their stomach like we do. Okay. So, you know, that's why you see dove on the side of the road. You see them in the streets, things of that nature. They're out there picking up little pebbles. And what they do is, and we'll actually, well, remind me, Jimmy, we'll take a video of this oh, yeah, when, yeah. when we're cleaning our limited birds and knock on wood. Right. Uh, <laughs> You'll actually see, you know, a bunch of seeds, and you'll see little little pieces of gravel in there. And what they do is they constrict their craw, which is where they they keep all their seeds, and that really crushes all that seed down, and they can digest it. Um, so I've had really good hunts uh, over some rock quarries. Uh, so if, yeah, if you can get all those things together, cover trees, water, food, and rock. I mean, oh my God, you you're like in the hunting a dove palace. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, again, scouting is the only way they're gonna they're gonna that you're going to know that. So mm-hmm. uh, that that's my first tip is, is scout, scout, scout. And it's just fun anyway. Oh yeah, no doubt. Kind <laughs> of uh, going back to the clothes and whatnot real quick. Uh, you, and you quickly touched on it, you know, your snake boots. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It seems like this summer, especially down at the ranch, you know, there's been more uh, snake sightings and, oh, uh, and then of course, hear about right. other encounters of snakes more than i can remember yes for a while so i mean obviously snake boots are a big important thing you know well, they are <laughs> they are them. yeah and, and i really don't i don't care where you are i mean i know texas is notorious for rattlesnakes and you know and everything and they say in texas either scratch sting sticks or bites uh which is definitely true but uh you know snake boots will also just kind of keep you safe from the elements you know yeah. uh you know, walking through brush, uh, things of that nature, especially if you're not wearing pants, which, you know, me, I, I can't stand wearing pants. So, um, you know, I, I, I never do. But, yeah, no, they're they're a must for sure. Yeah, but you made me, you, you know, you, you just make a good point, and I just put two and two together here. While I say I wear shorts, and I always do, you know, nine times out of ten, right. if you're saying the, the sunflowers are like they are, I think I might end up wearing pants at least the first, well, the first hunt. I don't. Just because, so, you know, they can really get, you know, right. rip you apart a little bit sometimes. Well, no, some, no are, that, that's very true. Know. Some flowers are not, are not very easy on the legs. I don't think we're going to be in there. I think we're okay. going to be hunting adjacent to them. And uh, that, 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 that's another little point. It's more of a strategy thing. You know, the, the, again, the, the sunflowers are, are probably ne- they're near this tank. So call it 20 yards, okay? And there's like 20 acres worth of them. Um, so they're not ready to cut yet. They're not ready to shred, uh, but I do know there are some head dead heads in there. Okay. I'm not talking about grateful Dan fins either. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, the birds are probably in there, but we're not going to go in there and kill a bunch of, of new sunflower yet. We're going to let it head out and then probably shred and all that kind of stuff because we got to get ready for wheat too anyway. Um, but, but we're hopeful that those birds will hit that sunflower and then we'll come over and, uh, hit the tank, you know? Mm-hmm. At least that's what we're betting on. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel good. I feel good about it this year. We'll be okay. I too. Well, I do too. And if I don't, uh, <laughs> there's 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 a big box of Kleenex and some aspirin I can take so I'll not keel over. Right. Well, so. as, as long as uh, Tech beats Montana State, then oh, uh, oh. we'll be <laughs> oh, sorry yeah. to bring it back to that. But yeah, uh, if, if that doesn't happen, oh, we oh, have geez. reached a do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars <laughs> type scenario. This podcast is officially over because I will be. <laughs> yep. Uh, so let's see. Uh, still 15 bird limit 
this year, yep. I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, they haven't adjusted 15, that. Uh, 15 and 30 in your possession. So that's that's kind of um, that's kind of people. Ooh, was that 15 a day? And why happens if I eat them? I, I, the, the way the law states is that, you know, if, if we lived at Rancho Bandito, God, I wish we did, uh, and that was our permanent residence, we could have that, that's their final resting place or whatever. So we could have, um, I think we could have 30 there total. So, you know, for most of y'all that are on hunter lease, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. per hunter or whatever. Yes, per hunter, yeah, per per license. License. So, yeah, so for most of y'all that are on leases or, or, you know, go out to, you know, places near your homes or whatever, you can, uh, well, no, if, if you're on leases, rather, I think you can, you know, the way it ends up in uh, this year, and, and, and this is just the North Texas opening, the South Texas dove season, which I think is south of San Antonio, doesn't open until like the 15th, um, or it may open earlier, I'm not sure, but um, you can shoot 15 on Sunday and then 15 on Monday, uh, and then you've got to take them back to your, you know, your, your home. And then, you know, theoretically, if you did that, you could return on Tuesday and shoot 15, shoot 15 on Wednesday, so on and so forth, which by the way is obviously one of my dreams, um, to be able to hunt dove all day, every day. I mean, it within legal means, of course, would be huge. Would what is the, why does my brain remember the number 45? Was it ever where you could have 45 on your possession? Theory? No, I don't think so. No, no, no. It, it's always been well. So the so the northern zone was the northern the old northern zone was fifteen. So Lubbock, that's we're up there in Lubbock. We were killing fifteen a time, and then the central, which is where the the uh, the uh, uh, Rancho Bandito is, where it was twelve. Yeah, I remember it being twelve for yeah, a while. and then down then... south it was twelve uh, for a while. Now it's all fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but obviously, I, I think the, the the biggest tip that we can give to anybody who's uh, you know who's who's starting out is, you know, if you're a new hunter, you know, don't new to dove hunting. A um, couple of things, obviously, safety first. That's you know common sense. Okay, don't get excited. You know, you when when you when you set up on a tank, when you set up on a field, be smart about it. You know, wherever you sit, and and for those of y'all that are hunting in these big you know paid hunts where there's you know, 50 people on a 50 acre field, you know, be careful that <laughs> you can get shot really quick. So uh, just try to be mindful of where you're sitting, you know, before you start shooting, you know, talk about your zones. Okay. I got from here over to here, um, you know, and, and um, you know, as far as your earplugs are concerned, the hearing protection, I, I typically sink an earplug on my right ear since I'm right handed in my left ear, I sink another one, but I don't sink it as deep. Uh, and I do that so that I can I can still hear a little bit. You know, Jimmy's got to, if Jimmy's having an issue or he needs to get a hold of me, he can do that. And then that's kind of a safety thing, you know. Right. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah. Sure. And, and it helps you hear your music a little better if you're well, that's, that's jamming out as yeah. well. So it's yeah. not like like deer necessarily where you got to be totally quiet. At least I'm not. <laughs> I like to have uh, I like to have some Texas country going or something of that nature. In the background, oh yeah, I mean, I think the the other thing we gotta you gotta remember is, you know, with it being super super hot out there, it bring plenty of water. You know, guys oh, yeah. love to guys love to drink beer, and you know, I do too. But I typically uh, leave the beer till the hunt is through, and 
And also remember your dogs. If you got dogs out there, um, you know, make sure you keep them good and hydrated. Uh, I love hunting my dog, you know, at any time of the year, obviously, but especially around water, uh, keeps them cool and, you know, keeps them, keeps them refreshed. Uh, unfortunately, my baby is 10 years old, like I said, with a, a heart pump problem. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, I will not be hunting her very much in the in the early September, but hopefully late September, October, uh, we can get her out there and uh, have some fun. So, all right, yeah, I, mean, I think uh, that's a lot to get people fired up. I think for the weekend, hopefully, everyone listening is going out there. Oh, I hope so at too. Least for opening weekend. Yep. Um, uh, I, one thing I'll say before I forget, you know, if anyone. Let us know how your uh, how your opening weekend goes. You know, shoot us an email. We'd love to hear yes. or uh, yeah, email us at howdy at feedbandit.com. Let us know or go on to you know our Facebook page. Be sure to yep. like us. Yes, you know, feedbandit on Facebook. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at feedbandit, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, yep. It's at the feedbandit on Twitter because there already actually was a feedbandit on Twitter, believe it or not. But really. Someone out of Germany or something, you know. It's, uh, yeah, what but, are they? Uh, yeah, it's, I don't think I don't, I'm not sure they meant it the same way we did. So it's, probably not. They're, yeah, well, no, I mean, I don't know. They hunt deer over there in Germany. No, yeah, but I, I'd have to go back and look. Right. But I don't think that's. <laughs> but anyway, point yeah. is, uh, you know, let us know how your opening weekend goes, and uh, please. With, and uh, I, what I'm thinking, unless you wanted to go into something else tonight, is that. Our next podcast, we can recap our opening weekend, how it went. Yep. Uh, we can then talk about <clears throat> maybe some other stories that we can think of from oh, the past yeah. as well. As oh, well yeah. as, uh, you know, talk about, you know, how do we cook our dove? You know, what are the yes. different kind of ways to do it and whatnot? So kind of like yeah. a, you know, we'll uh, we'll come back in on the backside and talk about what we did, you know, over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Sound good? Oh, it sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, I got there just for a mental note to get you guys excited. We've I've had some crazy stuff happen to me in my dove hunting days. To include a to include hitting a I, taking so many shots at one dove who just started circling me like a fly that <laughs> I had to do something with my gun, and I'll I'll, I'll leave I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Well, and uh, before we sign off. Uh, anyone who's going out, you know, to your land or whatever, and you haven't bought your, uh, your hunting yes. license yet. Yes. Uh, yes. Do what we're going to do this weekend and, you know, go to your local feed store and, and buy your yeah. hunting license. You know, please, I mean, you got a lot of options. So, I mean, you might as well, you know, support, uh, like, as we always say, support your local feed store. Yep. So get, and if you don't have shells, maybe buy some there if they have them. Yep. Yep. You know, uh, that type of thing. So do it, do it. Let's, uh, we, we are, we are starting a movement. Uh, no doubt we are yep. starting a movement. We are going to, um, uh, we're, we're, we're supporting small, you know, small town, Texas and uh, small town, USA, bringing that money from the, uh, from the city to the country. That's okay. our goal. Do your part, do your little part. Yeah, yes. Every little bit helps. Yep. <laughs> All right. You got anything else before we sign off on this one? You know, I think that is it, uh, man. It, it's it's that time. Cherish it. Uh, obviously, bring your kiddos out if you can. Uh, make preparations for it. Seriously, yeah. You 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 have no idea just just how much one single little act can change a kid's life. 
you know, not not to get too sentimental, <laughs> but uh, no, my, my my life changed. Um, I mean, within one second, I was uh, seven years old. And I know we talked about this before. I was seven years old, and my and my dad called me, and I remember being at the kitchen phone, and he said, "Hey, you want to go hunting with me?" Uh, and I just, I mean, I get the goosebumps thinking about it because I can, I, it's just that one single moment. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Are you kidding me? Uh, and it just, it, it, it changed my life forever, you know, and, and look at me now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a supermodel. Uh, I've got several polls the private. And you have an um, amazingly successful podcast. Yes. God. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Uh, but no, I, all jokes aside, even though I am a supermodel, uh, it, 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 it can change a kid's life. Get them interested in the outdoors, for God's sakes. Um, it, it's, it's quite literally, it's your duty. And, and, and you could, you never know, you could have the next NRA sport, sp- spokesman or next Quail Unlimited spokesman. We don't know. So do your part. I'll be doing ours. Uh, I, and Jim, Jim, I know you will be too eventually. Yes, sir. ASAP. Well, well, my girls are, are out there shooting birds, and uh, yeah, God, yeah. it's crazy. That is, it is. Time flies. Yep. Well, all right. Well, thanks everybody out there for listening uh, to this edition of Feed Bandit Podcast. We really appreciate it, and uh, stay tuned. Now that we're getting into dove season and any really hunting season through you know the end of the year, uh, gonna have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, out here so uh and please let us know how things are going for you so you can email us at howdy at feedbandit.com and all the other social media uh spots and whatnot so with that uh we'll wish everybody out there uh good luck this coming uh, season and we'll catch you on the flip side thanks for listening to the feed bandit podcast just a reminder to text the word bandit to 345-345 And when you do, you'll join our email list where we'll send killer deals on innovative hunting products and services along with entertaining tips and tricks straight to your inbox. You don't want to miss out. So again, text the word BANDIT to 345-345 and we look forward to seeing you on the hunt. Until next time, have a good one and remember to support your local feed store.